or his condition <coughs> determine what he does. But he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Sometimes we don't feel well. Sometimes we're tired. Sometimes we are worn out. Sometimes we give out so much of ourselves that we feel we're failing on every hand. But he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. So it doesn't matter my circumstance. It doesn't matter my situation. But I will bless the Lord at all times. And I will continually praise him. You know, the psalmist said, let everything that have bread praise the Lord. Everything, the trees, the birds, the bees, the fishes, the animals, everything must praise him. So we have to try to get a lifestyle of praise. A lifestyle when no matter what's going on, we praise the Lord. I will praise him. I praise his name in the morning, I praise his name at noontime. I just lay back and meditate upon his word. Think about him. The thoughts of the Lord, his goodness, his mercies. It is necessary that I praise him at all times. And then the word says, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. In the depths of my soul in the inner recesses deep down in me my soul I have to boast about the Lord I have to boast where he's brought me from the whole world is in a state of oh, how shall I say confusion men have deliberately misrepresented Put a picture across that is not so that only the word of God we can believe. The only thing you can believe is the word of God. Bible tells us, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The Bible says if it was possible, they would deceive the very elect. So that's why I stay in the Bible. That's why I stay in the Bible. If I don't stay in the Bible, I don't know where I would turn. I don't know what I would do. When I look around and see, I see all that's going on. I had to withdraw myself. I had to draw back. I said, what is man? What is man? I can't let the things of the world take me away take away my mind take away my thinking because everything is vanity vanity of vanity say the preacher all is vanity and vexation of spirit I was thinking I lived in the Bronx for over 26 years Bless the Lord, woman of God. Bless him, bless him. God bless you. Amen. I lived in the Bronx for 26 years. And there came a day when this lady wanted the house that we both bought because she contributed to it. But she felt like she wanted it. 
And I told her, I sign a paper and give it to you. I don't even have to go to court. I signed the paper. You, you wanted to take it. And she was like, you can't be serious. I go, yes, I'm serious. You see, because everything is vanity. Everything is vanity and vexation and spirit. And she go round the corner and she go up and she go down. And she tell me one time, white man have money to take care of a woman. I said, you know what? Just take it. But her conscience start bothering her now. So she went to a lawyer and she filed for divorce and they signed up and they took the house and they gave me a little bit. I told her, that's fine. Vanity of vanity. All is vanity and vexation of spirit. There come the time when she sent my youngest son a message saying, if I think I could do something to help her out. I told her, one of the things I learn in life when a person choose a direction and then they find out that they are drowning. You don't go out in the water to them. You throw them a rope. Because if you go out there, sometimes their intention is to destroy you. Satan come to steal, kill and destroy. And if he see he missed the first time, he will try to destroy you another way. The things of this world will destroy you. The Bible said, the earth and all the things therein shall be burned up. So set your mind on things eternal. Let's take our minds off this thing. The time came when she realized that all you can be is in one chair in the house. All you can sit at is one chair. All you can lay in one room. You might be like the man that said, look at great big Babylon that I have built. And then in the next few minutes, he was out in the field eating grass like an ox. So don't, let, don't be distracted by the things of this world. Things of this world will drive you crazy. You can't own them. They belong to God. You cannot own what belongs to God. Amen. Before we hear from the woman of God today, they mail a letter. They send it to us and they put on it. I was teasing my wife. They put on it, Paulette Hilton Brown, our occupant. <laughs> so they were sending a letter to her. They addressed it to her. But I said, just That's in right. case, she is not there. Occupant, <laughs> whoever is occupying this place can also open it. Even the system understands that the earth is the Lord's. We are just occupants passing through here in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to welcome Dr. Katenga. Amen. We have with us, amen, Mother Jerise Miles, Pastor Miles. Amen. And um, she's the one who has been designated, chosen by the Lord to guide the house. We have with us today also Sister, mm, I'm going to call her... <coughs> Uh, oh, you say your name again. Tell me again. Pronounce your name. Sakina. Sakina. Amen. Oh, and it is my desire if Mother Jerice all would speak to and have words of counseling for this young lady. She loves the Lord. She knows the Lord. 
And she wants to work with the Lord, but it's a struggle because Satan desires to accept us as we. And as a mother in the house, we're going to turn it in your hands that you may speak to all of us, that we may listen and be guided in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a struggle for all of us. So we're going to sit back and relax as Mother Jerise Miles speaks to the house in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Miles. Amen. 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 More blessings. You know, I just uh, always admire the wisdom that come from Bishop Brown. And I always get something. And, and, and it's great to know, know that you're throwing the Holy Ghost. So let's let's just have a word and then I let the Holy Spirit, you know, flow as he like. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do thank you for this precious time coming together. We thank you, Heavenly Father, because you are our you are our Lord, you are our Jesus, you are our Christ. Now, right now, for God to feel my mouth, that you would uh, use my tongue. I pray, Lord God, that the words that come out of my throat, oh God, will be words that would be for edifying and building up the body of Christ, the household of faith. For oh, how you love us. Oh, how you take good care of us, oh God. And you are there for us. We thank you that we are getting to know our God because you already know us. And we just thank you for this great time, this great moment, oh God. Um, your excellency of your spirit, your righteousness. We want to be the children that you're calling for in these last and evil days. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, Thank amen. God. Amen. Amen. I want to say hi, baby. Uh, Selena, Selena, right? Sakina. Sakina. I love that. It's so pretty. Sakina. Oh, baby, I want you to be built up on your most holy faith. Um, the Bible talks about, and, and I don't know if you have a prayer language, but whatever language you speak in, you can always pray to God. But he says, be built up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And the reason why he tells us to pray in the Holy Ghost, because the Bible says we know not how to pray as we ought to, but the Holy Spirit maketh intercession. With groanings that cannot be uttered. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Holy Spirit? Oh, amen. Glory to God. I just got to let you know that you are precious. Amen. I just have to let you know that I'm falling in love with you. Amen. amen. I just thank God because the Bible says a contrite spirit God won't despise. Okay? So that means when we are humble and we meet, um, uh, you know, to the Lord, that he, he's there for us. I, I just want to share with you as many times, I've been in the gospel for over 30 years, but it's so many times I feel like I'm just out here by myself. I feel like, God, I'm not doing enough for you. I feel like, uh, look like everybody else have a, a platform of this or that. And it just seems like, God, you just got me in this house. You know, we know Corona got us in the house. But by the same token, it looks like other people sometimes look like they just are so far in advance. And it seems like, you know, you just little uh, uh, peewee. But that's not the heart of God. God. God loves the least one. 
he loved that one that that loves him, mm -hmm. but yet he loves that one that seemingly is overlooked. He loved that one that seemingly nobody cares about. Or he loved that one that looked like they're struggling the most, looked like they're having the hardest time, and nobody ain't, uh, don't have no hard time like me. And it seemed like sometimes you feel like you're the only one in the world. But uh, they used to tell, uh, talk to us about, you know, it's a, they used to say, it seemed like the weight of the world is on my shoulder. But uh, God comes to lift our load. He really does. He says that we cast our cares on him because mm. he cares for us. A man can't carry our load. They, they have a load they have to try to carry themselves. You know, so the only one that can really carry the, the, the load of this world is Jesus. And he did that by going to the cross. Also, I want to piggyback on what Bishop said about all is vanity. Yes. I, I think about, I have a lot of friends, not a lot, but I have a couple of friends, and I'm telling you, um, they look like to me they got a hold to this faith thing, you know, or mm -hmm. so-called faith thing, and, 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 and they just, um, you know, they, they drive the best cars, they can uh, wear red-bottom shoes, I don't know if you're familiar with them, oh, yeah. them shoes that the ladies get, you know, run anywhere uh, from 300 to $900, you know, and, 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 and they just, and they like, you know, I like jewelry too, don't get me wrong, but they like to find jewelry, and they, they gotta have the, um, most expensive purses and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, Bishop, that don't phase me. Mm -hmm. All of this is going to burn. Jaguars are going to burn. Jets are going to burn. You know, and, and a lot of times riding down the street, I just begin to think about how I, I'm not overwhelmed by having the finest of anything. It just don't bother me. You know, and uh, a lot of times people put out, uh, things such as uh, like this is a challenge and the challenge is if I gave you a million dollars Would you do XYZ? And I sit back in my seat and I think about it and I said Even if they offered me a million dollars What would I do with it? I know that maybe churches can be helped. Maybe poor people can be helped But basically that's not gonna be my first train of thought if I get a million dollars to be honest about it you know, and a lot of people, that's not their first train of thought, to help the house of God, to help the, help the poor. There's enough rich people in this world to be able to give to the poor. Now, I found an article that was inter interesting to me. And that article was, um, the scientists are studying space. And... In space, they're studying this a asteroid. And you, I can't even imagine the phenomenal number that they said this asteroid would cause, uh, you know, for them to study and for them to, um, to get and, and learn about. They said it would cause 10,000 quadrillion dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine such a thing? Now, you mm. would spend that kind of money, because I guess if they don't have it, they can make it, they can to study an asteroid, to see if it can help the planet Earth, but yet you have people 
that don't know how they're going to pay their bills. Honest people. People who love the Lord. People who are not trying to steal from anybody. People who's not trying to get over on anybody. People that's not trying to commit no kind of fraud. You know, and you're willing to spend that kind of money, but when you give out food stamps or when you give out uh, um, supplemental income to uh, homes that uh, have children in it, now I believe you can't have more. Don't mock me on this one. But I think you can't have more than four children that the state will have paid for. But you would take that kind of quadrillion dollars to study an asteroid. And I said this, and I know it's only the wisdom of, of the Lord. The wisdom of the Lord said to me <clears throat> that all you have to do, number one is get saved, accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, mm. study the Holy Scriptures, glory mm. be to God, study the word of God, and you don't have to uh, come up with all of this money to try to find out how to help the earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein. If you get a knowledge, a walking knowledge of who God is and quit trying to throw the Bible out, quit trying to throw the word of God out, quit trying to live on your own and by your own knowledge, by your own psyche, get in the scriptures. We have enough uh, men of wisdom in the word of God that can teach us how to help this earth. One word, one thing that'll help it, again, is to believe that God is who he say he is and quit trying to fragment God and quit trying to come up with your own ideas about God. God has already given us enough scripture to find out who he is, how he made the planet, why he made the planet, where you can go and find sources in the earth we don't need we don't need that to spend that kind of money. Mm -hmm. We would rather spend that kind of money on things that seem like it's so, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, exciting, than to look at humans and see what our brothers and sister needs. So back to my my sister, my daughter in the Lord. God said, if you delight yourself in Him, I believe it's Psalm thirty-seven. He said He'll give you the desires of your heart. My mom used to say this. She used to say, and I, and I would be so frustrated. She used to say, God can tell you he'll give you all your desires, but he did tell you he'll uh, supply all your needs. And I would try so hard to get her to see the scripture. The Bible said the young lions do, do lack and suffer hunger. But those that delight themselves in the Lord Hallelujah. shall not want for any good things. God will give you your heart's desire, but he don't want to give you that that's going to be uh, dangerous to you. No. That's going to be damnable to you. Man make money look good, honey. Man make money look like I just got to have it. Man make money look like, man, the more money you have, the more money, um, you know, uh, the more money you have, the, the better off you are. But that's the opposite of the scriptures. The more money you have, you got to watch your soul. The more money you have, you have to be careful not to fall into what the Bible calls petitions and, and not fall into hurtful lust and not fall into greed. Glory to God, we have enough to watch for when it comes to our souls. We have to watch out for the traps of Satan. 
He makes this world and the and, 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 uh, the things in it to look. Did not he take Jesus to the top of the mountain? Yes. And he showed him all of the wonders. And that's Matthew the fourth chapter. He showed him all of the the beauty of the world. And he says it's only one price. I give it to you because it's mine to give. Mm-hmm. He said, I give you all of it. Mm-hmm. He said, but one price. That price is to worship me. If you worship Satan, we know you lost because that's our belief. We should have no other God before us. But the beauty of, of Hollywood looks so fabulous. Look, look, look what God's doing to it. God's shutting them down. And nothing they can do. Las Vegas. Oh, eighth wonder of the world. All excited. God shut them down. down. Uh, Disney World. And I'm telling you, I went to Disney World. I had opportunity to go there twice. It is nothing the mind can't imagine. I mean, it is just, it's just mind blowing. But God shut them down. God is saying, and I left my Bible in my room, but if Bishop don't mind, would you get for me Psalms 114? Not at all. God, God shut them down. Amen. So oh, all of this stuff that look like it's just we got to have it. It's entertainment. We God feel like we didn't arrive if we got a part of it. God is who our hearts have to long for. I believe David. David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Baby, I'm coming to tell you God will not forsake you. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Bishop, if you don't mind, would you read that entire, it's not that many verses. Would you read that entire um, uh, uh, division for me? Yes. 114. Psalm 114. Uh, you muted. I can't hear you. Because, okay. I beg your pardon. Psalm 114. When Israel went out of Egypt... The house of Jacob from a people of a strange language. Judah was a sanctuary and Israel is dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skipped like rams and the little hills like lambs. What hailed thee, O thou sea, that thou fleddest? Thou Jordan, that thou was driven back. Ye mountains that ye skipped like rams, and ye little hills like lambs. Tremble thou heard at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, which turned the rock into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Psalm 114. Amen. The Lord reading that early this morning and and I was trying to glean what God was trying to say to me when you look at that 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 scripture there he was calling the people by different symbolisms and he was talking about Israel and what he did for them you have to know a bit of history praise God uh, what happened with the Israelites before they came out of Egypt Okay, and so now you have Moses bringing them down to the Red Sea. Who can imagine such a thing? He saw their pain. 
He saw their difficulties. He saw how they was treated. He saw how they were mistreated. He saw how they were handled, but he brought them out. And when he brings them out, he says, Judah was their sanctuary. What do you mean Judah was their sanctuary? Judah was the house of praise. Judah was, was the children of Israel that magnified God and glorified God. They were the ones that sung the praises and the Zion songs. They were their sanctuary in what? A heartland. Who was our sanctuary? The church. Hallelujah. The born again believers. Those that's on the line today. Those that are praying. But keep in mind what they're coming out of. They're coming out of Egypt. They're down here at a red, at a sea. And I'm, I, I don't know what part of the world you live in, but uh, if you ever go to the ocean, my God, if you, if, if you ever go to the sea, can you imagine being able to walk across it on dry land? Jesus. I, I lived in Florida for 12 years, and before I left, I didn't know that at Sunday the tide is low. It's so low. I was at an ocean line beach. The, it's so low until you're actually on the ground. So we went out there. We sat it's like in the middle of the ocean on the ground, but the other water was behind us. Had we stayed there until the tide rolled back in, we would have been destroyed. Mm -hmm. But you see how magnificent and marvelous and awesome God is? What God is saying in that whole chapter, he's trying to show us to learn what he did for Israel. How he brought them out. Glory be to God. And then he talks about uh, the river being parted. He's talking about the, uh, the Jordan River, where I believe it was Elijah that struck the waters. So that they can walk through on dry land. And God is saying, see, I even got control over the whole earth. All of it. So since I have control, I want you to know, this is what God is saying. Since I want you to know that I even have control over the earth, there's nothing that I won't do for you. But you've got to trust me. You've got to know who I am. You've got to believe that that same God that was for Israel he is for us in our difficulties, in the time when we're being mistreated, in the time where people won't give us what we deserve. God, talk about all that. I love James, the fifth chapter. I, I got so much out of that. Those that won't pay you your wages, what they owe you, they want to give you pennies and crumbs. God said, okay, that day coming too, that they're going to feel it. But to hurry along, he's he bringing the righteous out. How is God going to bring the righteous out? He's going to bring them out of this God, I call it God forsaken, God forsaken, demonic, barbaric, just unthinkable, evil world. He's coming to rescue us out of this. He's going to rescue us out of this, this, these heartaches, these pains deaths, troubles, issues. But how is he going to do it? He's going to take the righteous out. So don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give in. You hold on. No matter what you're going through, you on the right line, we're going to pray you through. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that lies within us. It's there. You say you're familiar with the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, he's there. 
Glory be to God. He'll be your comforter. He'll be your guide. Let us not long. Let me tell you something. I've had nice things, and I think I still do have nice things. But don't long for the possessions of this world. Transitory. Man will give it to you, and man will take, take it away. It back, yes. But God, what God give lasts forever. Give of eternity. We got so much more to look forward to. We got so much more. Watch this. I know, you know, everybody will want, again, nice cars, nice jewelry, um, nice wardrobe, all of that. Okay, it, it, it can be nice. It can be, uh, you know, enticing sometimes. But what about what they would think that's nothing? We're going to sit at the table with Jesus. Hallelujah. This Jesus we can't see. This Jesus that, you know, is seated at the right-hand side of the Father. This Jesus that we pray to and we talk about, we're going to get to eat with him. Hallelujah. I believe it's literal. We're going to get to eat with Jesus. We ain't going to eat no pork chops and hamburgers and chicken and all that kind of stuff. Glory be to God. Angel <laughs> food. Glory be to God. We're going we're gonna to suck with him. Hallelujah. the Holy Ghost, y'all. We're going to suck with him. Help me, preachers. Did not he say that um, he wasn't going to drink that wine with them no more until he's drinking new in his kingdom? Amen. Said so. Yes, Said God. So. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Amen. Amen. We done shed all these tears. You think ain't no reward? <laughs> After we done. We, we could have went and did wrong, and we chose not to do wrong. Hallelujah. You don't think there's no reward? Oh, it's a great reward. Hallelujah. After we done given up, the old folks say the right from the wrong. Mm. You think ain't no reward? You think we just going to be in heaven shouting all day? We ain't going to just shout all day. No. God got some rewards for us. I'm looking for my crown. I'm waiting for my crown. I believe it. Amen. There's a crown of righteousness. I did what was right. Yes. In the midst of trouble, in the midst of wrong, when I had to, I had to, I had to hold my speech sometimes. Yes. I wanted to say what I wanted to say, but I, I can't say it because I might damn, not damn, damage somebody. Yes. I might destroy somebody's walk with the Lord, so I have to be careful of my words. I have to eat them sometimes. But all the blessings of God make us rich. And, that and they sorrow. don't add no sorrows. So you hold on. You be encouraged. Stay on your face before God. God will send people that can give into your bosom. God will send people that will build you up and tell you you can make it. It's not as hard as it seems. Amen. It seems rough. I know it. I, I don't take nothing for granted. But it's not. It, it's only temporal. It looks like there's no way out of it, but it is a way of escape. The Bible says that there's no temptation that assigns you except that which is coming to man, but God is faithful. He won't push you on more than you can bear. With the same temptation, he'll make a way of an escape. Hallelujah. We can escape out of this. Yes. We can escape out of our hurt, our yes. loneliness, our pain. We can. I know you'd be lonely sometimes. But God will send you a song. Songs lift you. God will speak a word to you. And I ain't talking about what these old false prophets talking about. God speaking in their ear. I'm talking about God will remind you of a scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'll remind you, this is not our home. Not our home. This is not our world. 
this is not our government. We got a new home. Hallelujah. They used to say it like this, a new home over inside. Listen, you can tell me when to cut off. No, you keep and going. You, you keep going. Sharing. Minister the, to uh, her. Amen. With the, with the women of God. I, I enjoy sharing the word of God. You keep God, going. God. You keep going. Speak to her. Amen. Counsel. Amen. Guide. Lead. Amen. Let the Lord lead you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God, he, he'll entertain you. And what I mean by that is the Bible says that we are God's entertainment, right? Mm. So that's over in Revelation, the fifth chapter. So when he looks down and his angels look down, when we are praying, that's God's delight. Hallelujah. You know, when we are telling other people about God and we are counseling, God is being entertained and, and he's, in, he's enjoying it. Hallelujah. And, and he, he makes it joyful to us. Dang he makes it joyful to us. I, I know when we pray, praise the Lord, we just think that we are praying. But the Bible say, in the presence of God is fullness of joy. You can get to clap in your hands. You can get to tell God, I thank you. You can get to tell God, God, you mean more to me than anything. God, I love you more today than I did yesterday. God, you've been a friend to me. And I, I want to share this with you. I, I've been sharing this lately. My husband was saying, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, all that. Deacon in the church. And I was pastoring, of course, and I'm not saying that I did everything right. None but by it. the same token, my, my, my testimony is this. My husband walked off four times. My God. And left Jesus. four. But it was because he just did, I, I, don't, I don't know. But anyway, he left, he left four times, all right? So with him leaving four times, there, I, I had to keep going. I had to keep preaching. Amen. I had to keep the people together. I had to try to uh, not let them see me cry. You know, they know I was hurting. Yes. They know I was in pain. Yes. But I had to keep them in the presence of God. I had yes. to keep them being excited about Jesus while they was hurting because they were hurting for me. Yes. While they was hurting, I had to try to keep them built up. I had to try to keep them in church. I had to try to sustain myself. You know, here I am. I'm at the church preaching the gospel, talking about the good goodness of the Lord. He at home packing his bags. When I get home, he gone. I didn't even know he was gone. I had no idea he didn't want to leave. But he left. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to say to you, I don't know the hurt or what you're going through today, but what I'm trying to share with you is even in that, you can keep your head lifted up. He said, lift up your head. Oh, he takes. And be he lifted up the everlasting doors and the king of glory. Oh my God. Anybody know who the king of glory is? <laughs> Hallelujah. We're talking Hallelujah. about the king of glory now. Hi, God, I bless you. The king of glory. Hi, God. He'll come in. He'll come in. He'll come in. He'll come in. He'll start soothing your heart. Oh, yes, he will. He'll give you a reason to rejoice. And for you. Lord, you be up on your feet shouting and giving God the praise and the glory. That's a hard thing, my sister, for your husband who's, who, who is with you in the gospel to walk off. And you got to tell the people that he's gone. Amen. It's not easy. Amen. You know? And so then I, my children couldn't understand. So I had to try to comfort my children. 
to me. She said, Mama, what are we going to tell our friends now? <laughs> she said, all of our friends don't have daddies. Y'all was their example. All my friends only had their mothers. But you, I had a mommy and a daddy, and today my daughter still struggles with it. And she'll be 40 years old. But what do I do? I love God. Gotta keep going. Heart, Amen. All my mind, all my soul, all my strength. And sometimes when I can't say nothing else, I try to share the word. I try to give a standard. I try to make a believe. No. What you do is you stay built up. And know that in whom you live and have your beings upon this earth will make everything all right. I'm believing with this. David, too, went through it. David went through some stuff. Stop. He went through, can you imagine? My sister, can you imagine? Your child, I don't know if you have any, but can you imagine your son raping your daughter? Jesus. And God said, you're the apple of his eye. Jesus. Can you imagine? Jesus. Lord, your son want your daughter, because you're, you're a woman, your daughter wanting to kill you? My God. David had a son that literally wanted to kill him. Yes, he Absolutely. did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you talked about a dysfunctional family. But look what God chose him to do. Hallelujah. To be the Israel. Amen. Amen. He had to run for his life. It's bad enough you had to run for your life because the king wanted to kill you. Saul wanted to kill David. Now my son want to take the kingdom. <laughs> Listen, he went through a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations. But he still said that his greatest prayer was when my mother and my father were huh? Glory be to God. Sometimes our, our family members is the ones that forsake us. Jesus said, I came to my own. He was talking about his kingdom. He was talking about Israel. He said, I came to my own, and my own received me not. Your own family is going to reject you. But when my mother and my father would say, oh, God, I bless you. He'll do it. When my mother and my father forsake me. Again, I have a lot of testimonies I just want to share. I can remember when God called me into the gospel. You know, they always knew it was a call of God on my life. And I started to church. The most hurtful words I could hear from my mama, she said, and my sister, pressing around. My mom said to me, she said, Therese, we love you. She said, but we won't go with you. So when your mother and your father forsake you, when, you're, when the ones closest to you can't understand your time of need, well, you need somebody, just anybody to just understand me. All I want is somebody to understand me. You might be in that season, my sister, where you just want somebody to understand. And it's like I'm trying to explain to you what I'm going through. Nobody can understand, but oh, God understands. Oh, he does. And he will send you that perfect peace in the midst of the storm. Because he's that kind of guy. He's our father. He's, he said, if I'm a father, then where is my honor? That make me know that he's a father. So we have to honor him as a father. And a good father do not throw his children away. Mm 
Mm. A good daddy supply, uh, uh, provides for his children. Mm-hmm. And God is the perfect example of a father so that fathers will know how, glory to God, to be a father to their children. Mm-hmm. God is a, he's a good father. He's going to bless you. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say this to you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You be happy. Be happy. Be happy. You know, wash the dishes. Be happy. Don't worry about tomorrow. We can't do nothing about tomorrow. We're going to deal with today's issues. Even Jesus told us that the next day was going to be evil. He said, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow have enough trouble of its own. Just stay right there in that mode of being happy. Well, I don't know what makes you happy. Maybe you're eating a certain food makes you happy. I'm out there, you're frosted plates. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I, I, I like going shopping sometimes, you know. And uh, we have here, I, I don't know if you're in New York or wherever, but we have here a $10 store. And I, sometimes I go to the $10 store, you know, like that. So, and then sometimes I just like listening to gospel music. Now, now that's not a Hallelujah, I just don't sign for that. But amen. You know, find something to make you happy, girl. You better go ahead and grab onto your happiness and be happy. <laughs> because you can't pay your bills. All you've got to let somebody know. Just 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 tell somebody. Not nobody that's the that's just as poor as you. That can't help you either. You know. But sometimes people just be giving. Um I, I just share the word of God on Facebook. I wasn't looking for nothing. Just just get up in the morning. God give me thoughts or whatever. And a friend of mine just started cash apping me. And she called, she texted me, she said, do you have a cash app? I said, yeah. Now, you know, I'm not expecting anything from the Lord. That girl sent me $300. She said she was shocked that the Lord told her to send it. But she did. And I to your bosom he really will you'll be like what in the world but he want to see you joyful when we downtrodden bad you know and those times will come we can't stay there we have to get up and say for God I live and for God I'm willing to die amen, amen. so again amen. we got a lot of love on here amen amen to all the sisters that throwing amen to our brothers uh, Dennis, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. I love you all. Amen. I pray that we understand that if God be for us, He Lord and the whole world against us. And if you have a nice pair of shoes, you wear those shoes and shout in them. Jump up and down for the joy. He said, if you want joy, you must you must what? Leap over. Y'all take something literal. Stop leaping. And, and God is in the midst of our storm, in the midst of it, while it's still raging, God would give us peace. He'll, he'll give us peace. Amen. He's a friend. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. I'm encouraged. Put your hands together. I am encouraged. Amen. We thought we were encouraging someone else. Amen. We said, oh, the mothers guide the house and encourage you. I'm encouraged. <laughs> I'm encouraged. A beautiful word. 
Hey, let's have words from Sister Sakina. Amen. Sister Sakina, your thoughts. The, the, it was spiritual and very nice. I'm very grateful for it. God bless you and keep you. You too. God bless you. Amen. The Bible says David encouraged himself with the Lord and we must encourage one another. Amen. Okay. We have with us, amen, two other beautiful young ladies. Amen. And we want to extend words to Sister Sakina. She's been faithful. She's been pressing. She's done everything that we've asked her to do. And we want to encourage her. So we're going to start with our own sister, Sister Denise. Amen. Words of encouragement to our Sister Sakina in Jesus' name. Sister Denise. Thank you, Lord. Well, honestly, my brother, I don't say um, much encouragement because uh, Minister Miles just said it all because I remember, like, I don't know if it was years or I was feeling like how she was feeling. I was feeling so low, leaving all, all my family in Jamaica. I didn't have anyone up there, missing my kids, and I remember I was in church. And I remember I stand up and testify one night and I said, there's nothing to smile about, like, you know. And I remember this lady, sister, I think her name was Grace, this pastor lady, and she stand up and said the same thing. She said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And she said, look here, before this night ends, you going to find something to smile. And then she, I was there and she said something. She started singing this song, Grace grace god grace grace that is greater than all my sin and grace that cleanse within and i never forget that night and i just want to say the joy of the lord is your strength and no matter what you're going through just ask god for that peace mm -hmm. because unless you find that peace then you, everything gonna, every wave gonna box you, turn you. You have to be at a place where no matter what comes your way, like it don't move you, like you say, God, I trust you. Mm -hmm. Whatever is happening to me, I trust you. So whatever you're going through, you just have to find that joy, knowing that nothing happened to you unless God allow it. And whatever is happening to you, you have to say, Lord, I trust you. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have to say. Amen. Beautiful words. Amen. Grace, grace, God's grace. Amen. And it's our task to encourage each other. Amen. Yes. Not just say, oh, I'm praying for you, but words. Words letting them know. I've been there today before Pastor Ma spoke. Truthfully, I was like, oh, oh. I'm telling you because sometimes you get worn out, you know, it's just like you, you feel drained. And I'm yeah. saying, we want to encourage Sister Sakina, but I'm sitting here and I'm taking the words in. <laughs> and the joy of the Lord just comes flooding back in. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We have our Minister Claiborne here with us today, and I know she's a minister of encouragement. <laughs> She's encouraged me so many times. Sister Claiborne, won't you have words of encouragement for Sister Sakina and all of us in Jesus' name? Amen. Blessings. Blessings, everyone. The, 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 theme, the theme is encouragement. And uh, the, the one thing that I hear throughout everyone saying is the joy of the Lord is the strength. And um, 
And we have to we have to understand that that joy is part of the fruit of the spirit. It comes with us. It comes with us being believers. Yes. And so, what do we do when we when we encounter challenges and situations that occur that we don't have any explanation for? We have to find a place where we have to find a place or find one thing to be joyful for and one thing to be grateful for. You know, and even if it's even if it's not um um the situation is not changing we have to find that one thing, whether it's because we are saved or or we are alive or God's given us the breath of life, or we are seeing another day, or we have we have our health, or we have our strength, or we're able to walk, or we're able to say thank you, or we're able to open our eyes, you know, and so we have to focus on one thing. And sometimes I say to the, I say to people, minute by minute, when you have these things come up, sometimes it's minute by minute. And, and God, in his mercy, when he gave us his son, Jesus Christ, he gave us the grace to endure it. Mm-hmm. He gave us the grace for whatever the circumstance and situation is. And also, we have to remember that Jesus, our Savior, he went through every single thing that we as human beings went through. So he's a compassionate father, just as the woman of God said. Our Savior is compassionate. When we can't explain what's going on or when our emotions are, are, so, are, are so riding us at that time and when we cannot explain what's going on and when the tears are falling and when we are, you know how we, we get and we don't want to say anything? Not only does the Lord understand, but as the woman of God said, he'll send someone to encourage us. As, as, and I love the example that she gave of, of David. David was a man after God's own heart, but he had some serious situations going on in his own house. He was anointed king. I mean, he was the one that was able to go into the into the, the temple and take the showbread, but he had crazy things going on in his life. Yet and still by God's grace, God in his mercy, because of the covenant he made with David, still kept his word. And so, if nothing else, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and God is a covenant-keeping God. He does not break covenant with us, period. He does not. And when, and when we, we all go through those periods in our lives, and it's okay to cry, yes. and it's okay to say, Father, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I can't express what I'm feeling right now. But you know the circumstance that I'm in. You know the situation that I'm in. You know, you know my thoughts when they are afar off. Because I can say every day my thoughts are not on the Lord Jesus Christ. They're Amen. not. Amen. However, because we serve such a good Father, because we serve such a loving, gracious Father, He understands. And that's why He gave us Jesus, who's full of compassion, full of mercy, who experienced everything that we experienced while he was on this earth. So nothing, nothing takes God by surprise. Just the Zakina, nothing takes God by surprise. 
woman of God said, but, but however, he gave us the Holy Spirit. Not only the Holy Spirit, our comforter, he's our guide. Hallelujah. He's the one that leads us and guides us into all. Say anything, you know, and, 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 and one of the things that I, I, I'm learning is that Christians go through depression. Yes, they yes. They don't want to talk about it. Amen. And so David said, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Yeah. Hope thou in God. Yeah. And what did he say? Who is the lifter of my countenance? David never said, I won't go through these situations. He never he never said that because when we look at David's life, he went through some some up you down do some stuff. trials. <laughs> His father in law trying to kill him. His wife left him. His son trying to take over the kingdom. I mean, his his brothers rejected him. His father wouldn't acknowledge him. David had some situations. Amen. Yet and still, he found his hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hope thou in God. Hallelujah. The God in the pasture. The God that gave him the strength to kill the lion and the bear. The God that gave him the strength to overcome the to be king over Israel, the God that made a covenant with him and, and would not even destroy his lineage because he said, I made a covenant with you. He, he told David, for your sake, I won't do it in your lifetime Ooh. because I made a covenant with you. And when we understand covenant, covenant is a will. It's a will and the will cannot be, bro it can only be broken in death. It can't be broken in life. So when Jesus gave his life, guess what? He gave us that eternal covenant with the Father. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage, encourage you, Sister Zakina, be encouraged, woman of God. You are a woman of God. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Jesus knows when no one else can understand. Jesus knows. <laughs> and he's given us, he's given us his word. He's given us people to encourage us along the way. His words last forever. His word is truth from everlasting to everlasting. He is God. Even in your dark days, he is God. He is God above everything else. And, and, as, and as the woman says, it, when we get into a place of worship, when we get into a place of exalting the Lord, we get into a place of thankfulness, of just saying, God, I thank you for just for today. It changes our whole atmosphere. It changes our, our whole situation. It changes the perspective that we look at and how we look at things. Because we, we, we invoke the name of the Lord Jesus and with the name of Jesus, every situation has to bow. Every situation has to submit under the name of Jesus. Because the word of God says, every, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every knee in heaven and on earth. That means depression has to bow. That means loneliness has to bow. That means off thinking has to bow. That means that whatever situation that you can name, has to bow to the name of Jesus. So we have to name what if it's irritation, irritation has to bow. If it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, you know, when we get, I get up in those moods, and I'm like, God, I have no idea what's going on. 
to the Lord, then we give him permission to step in to that situation. We give him permission to give us joy unspeakable and full of glory. We give him permission to give us overwhelming joy. We give God permission to do that. So, woman of God, I just want to encourage your heart and everyone else's heart that's on this line. We serve an awesome God who knows every circumstance and situation that we're in. He doesn't falter. He doesn't fail. And the scripture says, he that watches over Israel, neither slumber nor sleep. He knows everything that we do. He knows our uprising, our downsitting, our going in, our going out. Hallelujah. He knows all about it. Yes. So be encouraged, be Amen. encouraged, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We thank and praise God for those words of encouragement coming from Minister Claiborne. And I know Minister Dennis is getting ready to go back to work. Amen. But we want to hear from him even two words of encouragement before you leave, my brother. Amen. couple of words of encouragement before you leave. Your mic, your mic. <laughs> Turn on that mic. Turn on that mic. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Amen. Psalms 126, verse 5. If you pull in tears, you shall read. And um, I, I, I listen. I listen to Pastor Miles, and I, I, I tell anybody. He said, Pastor Miles, your life was my life, but the only thing I'm the one who walk away. <laughs> when you when it, when, it, when when you're doing the work of God as a child of God, when you're doing the work of God, and the enemy see that hey, this is a kingdom building stuff. The enemy will use the closest one to you to tear it down. Tear it down. Mm -hmm. You understand? And when I walk away in 2012, I walk away from a 20-something years relationship, a 14 years marriage, and I just walk away with it. Because I didn't want to go to prison. Mm. And I remember in church, the sister looked at us and said, look at me. I said, I'm going to break you guys up because you are, you got, you are showing up married people. Mm. And they're going to move my wife out of the house. Jesus. So mm. a lot of times that God was using me to deliver and to heal and to set free. But the enemy creep right in and you the person that's supposed to be closest mm -hmm. to this point. And I walk away from it. I just walk away and I, I leave it and I go find my divorce and I never look back. Jesus. And after I did all of that, I still wasn't happy. <laughs> My God. The thing is, stuff going to come up in your life. Yes, it will. Stuff, God going to make stuff happen to see what you made of. Yes. You understand? Mm. And if you are looking outside and believe that somebody up here is going to do it, no. Uh, Sister Miles, I do appreciate you. Yes. God bless you for encouraging us. Amen. It's so amazing. People would be looking at you as though you've never had such 
problems, but there you are. <laughs> Amen. Very strong woman, you know? Yes, yes. Very strong woman. May God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bishop. Jesus. Thank you so much. You are the only one that I have to speak to my friends. Amen. Truly, we thank and praise God for all those words of encouragement. As I said earlier today, you know, sometimes you just keep going and going and going and doing. And then you just wake up one day and you're like, this was one of my hard days. But as the message came forth, I feel my strength being renewed like that eagle. Amen. I feel my strength. We're not without each other in the Lord. That's one thing we must learn. We're not without each other in the Lord. Recognize that the Lord uses others to encourage us. And I'm encouraged today. I know Sister Sakina is encouraged. Amen. We heard the words of encouragement, the testimony. So we're going to turn back into the hands of the woman of God, Pastor Miles. She's going to have the last say and close us out in Jesus' name. Pastor Miles. Amen. Amen. You know, um, the word says, iron sharpens iron. Amen. And I'm so glad to be sharpened on today. Hallelujah. And I often say, today is your day. But we never know when our day comes. Amen. Amen. So we, Amen. we are on the horse. We can never think that we've, uh, uh, we've arrived and that no trouble is going to come. Because as long as we're here, you know, trouble going to come. Yes. But the old folks to see trouble, trouble don't so always. The trouble don't last always. Always. Amen. And it's true. Hallelujah. It don't last always. But when you're in it, it feel like God. I can remember. Oh, I thought I would never come out. <laughs> That's all right. Because we're not like the world. 
We have Jesus. Our suffering ain't like theirs. Glory be to God. You told us to be of good cheer, for you have overcome the world. And we thank you so much, God. You said you'll give us a, a joy, oh God, for ashes. Ashes for joy. In the name of Jesus. In other words, we don't have the ashes anymore. We have the joy. Thank you to all of joy for the spirit of heaviness. Oh my yeah. God, my Sakina is heavy, God. Do the exchange right now and give us all of joy for the spirit of heaviness. Now thank you, Lord God, that there is no trial, no tribulation, no hardship. Oh God, that you will not bring us through. We depend on you. We put our trust and confidence in thee. Thank you, Lord God, for the vision being built up again, God. Oh God, we have our highs and our lows. But I thank you, Lord God. Oh God, that we look again to eternity. Where to be highly, highly always. And never goodbye. Anoint each and every one that's on this line, God. Anoint them with grace. Anoint them, Lord God, with power. Anoint them with endurance. Anoint them with patience. Anoint them with righteousness. Anoint them with gladness. Oh God, and let the gladness of our hearts, oh God. We're going into what they call the season, God. And and we're going into our Thanksgiving season, God. Or I say we can't celebrate it, which is all right, because we celebrate in God. We celebrate in the Holy Ghost. We celebrate in righteousness, and nothing can take our joy. This joy that God has given, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. I pray again that the sweet communion and the Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide till we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. and amen. Amen. Well, I say thank you all so much. Thank you to Pastor Miles and Dr. Katenga, Minister Claiborne, Sister Denise, and especially to our beloved Sister Sakina. Amen. God bless you. Amen. You are an encouragement. You are now an encouragement to us. Just hearing your voice. God bless you all. We Good see you later in Good. Jesus' name. God Good bless you. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 God bless. Bye-bye. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.